know what we need? We need a radio show on the air, like maybe on Saturday nights, that talks about this kind of thing. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur. I want to get applauded you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. Joan, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. And we are live in the studio today in this very, very hot New York weekend. I think it was uh, 99 driving here this evening, and the humidity makes it unbearable. I hope you are all staying cool. You should be inside listening to this show. Put your air conditioner on, put your feet up, and enjoy the next hour because this is a show about you, the show about what you look like and about your wrinkles and your chubby hips and your small lips. That kind of rhymes, the small noses and Big toes? No, that doesn't rhyme, and uh, and we're not talking about toes today. But we will talk about protruding ears and moles and skin care and things like that. This is the show about you. You can give us a call, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We're going to do something a little different tonight because I know you're all shut-ins because of this hot weather. So we're going to be giving away nighttime to callers. But the third caller tonight, the third caller will get a basic kit that's a uh, we haven't done that before it sounds like a game show but we're going to be giving away a basic kit and that means you're going to get a daytime a nighttime and a bar of clean time soap so it's got to be the third caller legitimate calls no one just calls to get the call and it's not like uh, those morning uh, music shows this is uh, you have to have a real question for me you have to uh, ask me something uh, maybe try and stump me that's okay uh but give us a call 800-848- Nine two two two. It's a free call tonight. We're going to talk about some of the things we did not get to last week because uh, I'll tell you, we had so many phone calls last week that I had all these topics ready for you and I couldn't get to them. So uh, we're going to talk about what age is best to perform a facelift. There's actually some new information out there and uh, published in our journal just this week. So I'm going to talk to you about what age is best. We're going to talk about sunscreens and skin care and which is better which is better is it performance or elegance which is better which would you choose so we'll talk a little bit bit about that we're going to talk a little bit more about snapchatting surgery it seems to be all the rage now and I'm not so sure it's a good idea, and I'll tell you why I don't think it's a great idea. And and many of you are saying, what on earth is Snapchat? Well, you have to ask your kid or maybe your grandchild what Snapchatting is if you don't know what it is. Uh, we're in a new world out there of uh, of the digital world. The newspapers, the magazines are going away, and we have all this stuff out there on the computer and on our iPhones and our iPads. 
So we're going to talk about those things. And, of course, we're going to take your phone calls, 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. There might be one procedure that we do in cosmetic surgery that might be bad for you, bad for you. Oh, boy, this is not a good story. I'll tell you about that in a few minutes. Which one? You're probably all thinking, is it a facelift? Is it liposuction? Or is it one of those laser procedures? You have to stay tuned. We'll keep you on the edge of your chair. And uh, if you're driving, well, you know, don't don't sit on the edge of your chair. We're also going to talk about Morgan Stewart. Who is Morgan Stewart? Oh, boy, these reality stars. Yeah, well, Morgan had uh, an opening, uh, rather an awakening uh, with her cosmetic surgery. We're going to talk a little bit about her issue that she had. You have to uh, ask your grandchild about Morgan Stewart if you don't know who that is. So this is a show about you. Uh, It's a show about using your photographs on plastic surgeons' websites. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. There was an issue also with that. So much in the news this week in cosmetic surgery, you almost could forget there were conventions, the Republican convention, and next week the Democrat convention. Not important. Not None of that's important. What's important are those little wrinkles that, you, <laughs> that you're developing around your eyes because I'm the guy that can help you with those. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon, and I'm here to answer the questions that have been keeping you up at night. All right, 800-848-9222. So many of you are considering having a facelift, and uh, you come into my office. We, I do consults all week long with women in their 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s And they're concerned, you're concerned about aging. It's one of the things that uh, bothers people a lot because you look in the mirror and you begin to see your mortality in the mirror. You begin to see your mother. You know, I said that. I made that remark on the Oprah show a few years ago. I said uh, to Oprah, well, one of the things that bothers people is when they see their mother in the mirror. And and I kind of got a bunch of howls from the audience Remember that, Madonna? My wife was sitting in the audience, and uh, it was it was interesting. And it, it kind of, I was taken aback by the howls uh, because it bothered people that I was saying that. But it's true. My patients tell me all the time that they're disturbed when they start to see their mothers in the mirror. And you know, we're just following our genetic destiny, and you've got half of your mother's genes, and so uh, it's inevitable that you're going to start looking like her. And we're not saying your mother wasn't beautiful, uh, but your mother was older than you. And when you start to see the wrinkles and the jowls and the and the uh, the turkey gobbler that she might have had, it can be a little bit disturbing. And so it's a trip to the plastic surgeon. And many of you come in when you're in your 40s and you want uh, maybe me to help with the jowls or, uh, or the bands in the neck or the splotchy pigmentation or the wrinkles of the face. And... My philosophy, particularly in the last 10, 12 years, since we've had all these great non-invasive procedures, was to stall, was to stall your facelift. And a lot of people come in and say, I want a facelift. And I say, well, you know what? You only get two facelifts in your life. And that's kind of true. You get a facelift and then maybe five or 10 years later, another facelift. And then let's say you start at 50, you have another one at 60. Yeah, the third one maybe at 70. Most people don't. And one of the problems that happens when, when you've already had a facelift is that the skin becomes a little bit more rigid, and it's harder to get a good result as you get older. And, of course, as you get older, your risks go up, 
And so it's pretty uncommon to have a third facelift. It's pretty common to have one facelift and uh, maybe a second one, but a third not so common. So I've always, uh, at least the last 12 years since Restylane and the, and the great rejuvenators, the non-invasive rejuvenators have been around, my attitude has been, well, let's postpone the first facelift as long as we can. Let us do Botox and Restylane and Ulthera now, which is a non-invasive lifting procedure, and let's really stall. But uh, maybe that's not the right approach after all. There was a paper that was uh, published in the journal Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery just this week, and it was one by one of our esteemed uh, plastic surgeons, a guy from Dallas who everybody respects. He's the editor of the journal, and uh, he reviewed his 25-year experience with facelifting, and his attitude that he published was that, you know, women do better if they have facelifts earlier. And that means in the 40s, if you have a facelift, you will have a much longer result than if you have a facelift in your 60s, for instance. So so let's say you come into the office and you've got those early jowls and that little bit of a change in your face, which is very disturbing in the beginning. You know, you kind of get used to it, unfortunately, but uh, it's pretty disturbing to go from that youthful 30s to the uh, kind of a jowl, jowly and a sagging neck late 40s. And so rather than have the non-invasive procedures, maybe a little bit of liposuction, maybe these new non-invasive things like Ulthera and fillers and, and things of that nature, maybe a facelift is, after all, better because the results, if you're 60 or 70, might last only five, six, seven years. But if you're 45, the results could last 10 or even 15 years. And, and so we're rethinking these things as we get more and more experience in, uh, in doing these procedures. And, you know, plastic surgery is a relatively new field. It really came of age in the 19, late 1960s in terms of cosmetic surgery. The specialty was, uh, was born in World War II uh, when reconstructive procedures started. But, you know, we had been actually doing facelifts since 1907, but they really became popular with... Uh, with the Hollywood era of the late 60s and, and 70s. So now we're getting some long-term experience with these procedures, and we're beginning to really understand. And, yes, we all change our opinions. And, uh, and uh, I, after reading this paper, I won't be so strident with my patients in saying let's, let's hold off, let's, uh, let's try and really uh, spend a few years doing these non-invasive procedures and keep you looking as good as possible. I've tried to talk women out of facelifts early, and maybe that's not the right approach. Maybe the facelift in the, in the 40s, the mid-40s, is a reasonable idea because uh, uh, maybe you won't need all those non-invasive procedures uh, in the next decade or so. So it is pretty interesting. The literature is constantly changing in my field, as in all of medicine, and, uh, and uh, it keeps us all on our toes. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. We really do have a great show planned for you. By the way, I know we're going to take a break in a second. The big announcement, the big announcement, I hinted at it a few weeks ago, HSN. We're going to be on Home Shopping Network, my uh, my products. Uh, and now I can tell you the date. It's August 4th. So mark your calendar. It's only a week and a half away. Somewhere between the 7 and 9 p.m. hour on the Beauty Report. We're going to talk a little bit more about that when we return from the break. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, 800-848-9222. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? 
You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and, oh my goodness, jowls. Almost overnight, you look older. I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Althera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty without distorting your features. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in Somerset, New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. right here on WABC. I'm Brian Scudamore from 1-800-GOT-JUNK, and I've got an important announcement to make. Make the announcement, boss. Tell him, tell him. Your 1-800-GOT-JUNK team is now available until midnight, seven days a week. No extra charge. We'll come whenever you need us. No need to take off work. Just tell us when you want us to be there. And we'll come cheerfully. Your junk will disappear. All you have to do is point. Seven days a week. Until midnight. We've been recycling the recyclables since before it was fashionable. So planet Earth stays healthy and happy. Spread the word. When junk needs to disappear, just call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Seven days a week. Until midnight. Well, you can't think about cosmetic surgery without considering your teeth. Dr. Dean Vafiatis' New York Smile Institute creates the most natural, beautiful smiles in the world. Since 1995, Dr. Dean and the New York Smile Institute have become the preeminent aesthetic and implant specialists in Manhattan. They have provided happy smiles to over 10,000 people, including celebrities, sports figures, and CEOs of many Fortune 500 companies. Dr. Dean, the Dean of Smiles, has taught other dentists all over the world. He's on the faculty at NYU. He's taught them how to use computers to make smiles perfectly proportioned to facial features. Dr. Dean performs same-day smile makeovers, natural porcelain veneers, teeth whitening, and dental implants. Call Dr. Dean at the New York Smile Institute, 800-998-NYSI. That's 800-998-NYSI. And check out the website at NYSI. YSI.org. The mission of the New York Smile Institute is the care and comfort of patients. Remember, you're never really dressed until you put on a smile. 800-998-NYSI. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's Your Wrinkle? And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle, and this is WABC. The phone number here, 800 800- 848-9222-800-848-9222. So you know what happened? Uh, it's very interesting. We just had a lot of phone calls, and people called in, and they said, am I the third caller? I've got a question for you. No. <laughs> and they hung up. Now, someone's got to be the first caller. You'll still get nighttime. You know, and the second caller will still get nighttime. It's the lucky third caller that gets the, the basic skincare kit. So uh, it's just not going to work if everybody keeps calling and hanging up. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, these are the, uh, I guess, the broadcast business. It's a tough business. All right. So I was telling you about uh, Home Shopping Network. We're going to be on Home Shopping Net- Network 
a week from Thursday, we meaning me. <laughs> I'll be down there in Tampa somewhere between 7 and 9 p.m. I don't know exactly yet. It's a two-hour show. I think I'm on for 18 minutes. And we're going, be, uh, we're going to be talking about nighttime and about clean time, a little bit about the other products, but those are the two big ones that we're talking about. It's, it's a big deal for me. We've been uh, gearing up for this for a long time. Uh, it's your chance to uh, see uh, what the, uh, the face looks like, match it to the, uh, the voice. I think the voice is a little nicer in this case, but uh, what can I say? Uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in Tampa, and I want you to please everyone tell your friends Home Shopping Network August fourth somewhere between seven and nine o'clock. It's a great show. It's called the Beauty Report. They introduce all the new products on this report, and uh, and you'll have an opportunity to purchase my p- products at a discount. Yeah, there are some specials that we're doing for the show. I can't tell you what they are at this point, but uh, but watch the show. And even if it's only one bar of soap, help the cause. Come on now. Help us uh, stay alive on the Home Shopping Network. So August 4th, between 7 and 9. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. You know, during the break, you probably listened. Everybody listens to the commercials. We had the commercial for my friend, Dr. Dean Vafiatis. Uh Dean is a great dentist. He's become a personal friend. Uh, but more importantly, more importantly than being a personal friend, he is a great dentist. So when you hear the advertisements on this show, uh, you know, I really mean that when I say it about him. I've seen his work. I shared office space with him for several years. And I'll tell you, there is no better dentist. If you uh, are missing a tooth, if you've got a chipped tooth, uh, maybe you're missing half of your teeth. Uh, you know, you go see Dr. Dean Vafiatis and tell him you heard about the show, about his practice, rather, on this show, What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry, and your consultation will be free. Unfortunately, your treatment won't be, but uh, the one-hour consultation that it takes to analyze you, most dentists certainly charge you for that. So Dr. Dean will not, and uh, you tell him you heard about his practice on WABC, and he is a great dentist. He's an, a professor at NYU. He teaches his techniques to dentists all over the world. Mary, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Oh, hi, Dr. Perry. Yes. Um, just quickly, uh, my age is 39. Um, never had any skin issues or problems with spots on my faces. I recently went for a facial, just a regular facial, and immediately after the facial, I noticed some, you know, red blotches on my forehead, and I said, oh, that's so strange. In a couple of days, I figured it would go away because of maybe there was excessive steam or something. Turns out I went to the dermatologist, and they said that I have melasma. So um, just curious if there's any relationship between, you know, having a facial and if there was something that they could have done to irritate the skin. How can I solve this issue? Will I have to get a peel? I've done some home remedies. I'm working with, you know, glycolic acid pads and um, lactate acid, and I've used lemon on my face and onions on my face, and it just seems that it hasn't, you know, been any improvement in the last two months, um, so, never been on birth control or anything like that, so just wanted to know your thoughts, you and know. That, and that was my question for you, Mary. So yeah. how, old, how old are you? I'm 39. All right, you're 39, and yeah. so for the uh, listeners out there, melasma is a condition of the skin. It's a pigmentation of the skin that right. most commonly occurs during pregnancy, and in fact, 
the uh, the name it's been given is the mask of pregnancy and women right. get these uh, kind of dark patches of brown not red by the way brown right. on the right. forehead yep. and uh, and across the cheeks and sometimes even on the chin melasma right. is very difficult to treat and it also occurs with women on birth control, which is why uh, you mentioned yeah. that you're not on birth control. No, so, never been. you know, why it's occurring this time in your life, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of unusual without a hormonal influence. One of the things you might do, we'll get to your uh, skin in just a minute, but you might consider uh, seeing an endocrinologist or even a gyneco- talking to your gynecologist and having them run some laboratory tests on you to make sure your hormones are in order because it's a hormonally mediated uh, situation. So, so that's that's the medical aspect of it. What do you do for uh, melasma? You know, it's very difficult, very difficult uh, to treat. Uh, the mainstay of treatment is uh, hydroquinone. Mm-hmm. Hydroquinone is a prescription drug, uh, and uh, there's a drug called Triluma. Triluma contains hydroquinone. It contains a steroid, and it contains a retinoid, which is uh, a vitamin A drug. So. Those three together are, in my opinion, one of the most effective treatments. The only problem with that approach, and by the way, I can't give you specific advice, as you probably know on the radio, sure. uh, only your own doctor can. Uh, the problem with uh, triluma or hydroquinone is it often takes longer than two months to work, and the recommendation, unfortunately, is that you only should be on it for two months because one of the side effects of hydroquinone is a question uh, that it causes cancers. And, mm. and, and I have to say that there's no direct evidence in humans, but in, uh, in animals like cats and, and other animals, uh, there, are, there have been cancers caused by hydroquinone, long-term use. So, uh, so what else do we have? We've got vitamin C, we've got vitamin A, they're, uh, they're skin lighteners, milk thistle, licorice extract, mm. extract uh, and there are a bunch of these herbal ones uh, that are also okay. The mainstay, of course, of your treatment is sunscreen, zinc oxide-containing sunscreen. You should use it Uh Mm year-round, at least a 15, and certainly during these summer months, you need a 30. Um, You know, the problem with doing peels, I have tried to peel melasma. Um, You know, you're using glycolic acid, you're using lactic acid, but in those home strengths, they're not particularly effective. Uh, when you come into the office, sometimes uh, we will do uh, higher concentrations of lactic acid or trichloroacetic acid. The problem, though, is that if you have melasma, it is notorious for repigmenting after the treatment, and sometimes it can even be worse than it was the first time, you know, before you had the peel. So, you know, it, it, is, it is tough. Um, I, I think the, the, your approach should be, one, you see that uh, doctor, either the endocrinologist or the gynecologist, okay. and, and have blood testing to make sure there's nothing funny going on. Uh, and then, two, uh, you do these uh, either skin creams, uh, which are probably the best. And, and I am such a firm believer, and you probably heard me on this show, if you've listened, talking about zinc oxide as your sunscreen, Zinc oxide has the uh, the broadest spectrum of all sunscreens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it covers UVA and UVB, the entire spectrum, with no gaps. Many of the sunscreens that are out there, even if they say SPF 50, they can have gaps. That means some of the wavelengths or colors of ultraviolet light break through and cause pigmentation. And that's probably the most common failure, by the way, of sunscreens. People tell me they burn with an SPF 50. Well, 
You know, they're not all the same. So I like zinc oxide. The only problem with zinc oxide is the cheaper versions are pasty and the more expensive versions are just what I said. They're expensive because uh, they're patented. So, um, yeah. So, so that's my advice for you. Okay. May I ask you one quick question? Sure. Does stress have anything to do with the result? I mean, I've been under severe stress for the last two years, and I just, I mean, I've done research on it. It's usually like the ACE, you know, common denominator, but just curious your opinion on this. Because you said it's hormonal, and obviously, you know, stress affects the hormones. Is that any possibility that I, there's I, any link? <laughs> well, I guess the answer is I don't know. I mean, I suppose okay. it's possible uh, because yeah. uh, there's no question that uh, the uh, steroids that are created during stress are aging hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they can be linked. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if okay. they can be linked to melasma. I haven't read anything to that effect, but okay. uh, you never know. You never know. You never know. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Okay, Mary. Thanks so much for calling. What's your wrinkle? This is Dr. Arthur Perry. And uh, Diane, you're going to have to hang on until after the break because I don't think I can answer your question in the 90 seconds or so. Uh, So hang on. So in the meantime, though, while we're waiting for the next break and we've got another half hour of this show, I want to tell you about a procedure that may be dangerous Sounds like the the uh, the politicians all talking. What's dangerous? What's not? No, you know there was a report this last week. Could laser hair removal cause cancer? Oh my goodness! All right. Well, that hit the media, and uh, this was such a big media week that it probably got buried way back on page thirty-four of the newspaper, so you didn't see it. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, actually, it's not going to happen. You're not going to get cancer from getting laser hair removal. Here's here's what the uh, study was about. Uh, they looked at the smoke, the plume, the laser plume, when hair is uh, is removed with a laser. And there's no question there's lots of smoke in the room. I wear a mask. My nurse wears a mask when I do laser hair removal. And we have a HEPA filter going on during the uh, procedure. And uh, the office always smells like burned hair afterwards for about 20 minutes. So, uh, you know, there's certainly hair in the air. Now, for your one exposure or three exposures, by the way, laser hair removal, very effective way of getting rid of dark brown or or black hair, not effective at blonde hair. Uh, but laser hair removal I've been doing since 1997. It is effective. It does work. And uh, it's, a, it's a nice way to uh, remove hair. Uh, the, um, the older techniques uh, are going the way of the typewriter. We've only got a couple of seconds left, to, so let's talk a little bit more about laser hair removal and the maybe problems with it when we return. Remember, 800-848-9222 is our phone number. We've had one call down, another one's on deck, and then after that will be the magic third call, and <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. If you're over 30 and you really don't take care of your skin, you're in for a big surprise. Wrinkles, brown splotches, and rough skin are just around the corner. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've created a one-step solution called Nighttime because I know that even celebrities won't stick to a complex program. Just massage in nighttime, and you'll notice smoother skin by morning. Keep on using it, and the appearance of wrinkles lessen. In a study, my skincare program reduced the appearance of wrinkles 21% in three months, and the signs of aging were reduced by over 50% in six months. My skincare is real, it's honest, and it's simple. And right now, WABC listeners can save $15 on a bottle of Nighttime. Use the 77 code on drperrys.com, and Nighttime is yours for $50. 
That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S dot com or call 844-DR-PERRY. That's 844-D-R-P-E-R-R-Y. This is Rachel Ash here with my co-host, Ash Center Medical Director, Dr. Anthony Lyon. We are excited to host the all-new Sick and Tired of Being Sick and Tired Sunday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. I'm Anthony Lyon. Each week, we take your calls live and discuss the very best in progressive medicine and alternative therapies that will truly help you on your health and wellness journey. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, join us this and every Sunday, 3 to 5 p.m., or log on to ashcenter.com. Sick and Tired of Being Sick and Tired, Sundays from 3 to 5 p.m. Experience the Care One difference today. They take care of a lot of very difficult cases there. People that can't be cared for other places come to Care One. A warm, inviting environment where your family will experience the highest quality care from highly skilled nurses all throughout New Jersey. I refer my patients to Care One because I know they're going to receive the care that they deserve, that I want my patients to have. Experience the Care One difference today. At first I didn't want to come and then I was glad I did because everybody's been so nice. They were so nice and even the food was good it's important for patients to be in an environment where quality is such a high priority they care about you all the way caring for a patient taking care of their needs easing their pain this is the place to be experience the care one difference call 1-877-99-CARE-1 that's 1-877-992-2731 and tell them wabc sent you or log on to care-one.com that's care-one.com A marketing specialist is wanted in New York, New York, to perform statistical research on consumer tastes and preferences for women's apparel, create and implement feasibility studies and marketing models. The position is full-time, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Requirements include a bachelor's or equivalent in marketing or related and six months of experience in job or jobs. Send resume to KW Fashion Corporation, emily.kwfashion at gmail.com. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies. I'm telling you right now, it's awesome. I was trying to get my blood blood pressure regulated, okay? And uh, like after three days of taking this thing, my blood pressure went back down to normal. I am ecstatic. I am so happy with this stuff. It is my savior. Well, I had uh, you know, back pain for the last 40 years. Four days after I started taking this stuff, it's gone. This was the first summer that I have not had to have a steroid shot to help me to breathe. The reason why I'm taking it is because I've got Hep C. Once I began taking your stuff, it took a few months. But believe it or not, my liver enzymes are way down and it's normal now. It works. Call now to find out how to get your free month supply of Balance of Nature. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com. Use promo code WABC. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC on a sweltery, is that a word? A sweltery weekend. I don't think that's a real word, but you know what I mean. It's hot. It's humid. The UV index today, let's look it up. It was, wow, 9.6. It's almost as high as it gets. It gets to 11. That's the highest. But that means you're going to fry like an egg on the sidewalk in this weather, and you need an SPF 30. Forget about my 15. Well, actually, it's a 20. 
uh, measures a 23. Not good enough in this weather. You need a 30. You really do. And tomorrow it's going to be 9.4, 9.4 on Monday and Tuesday. These are very dangerous levels for your skin. You should only be out unprotected for a few minutes, maybe 20 minutes. That's it. And other than that, you need sunscreen, umbrellas, uh, let's see, ice packs, <laughs> everything else. All right, back to the uh, laser hair removal. Then we'll get to our now very busy board. Uh, okay, so about the laser hair removal, we were talking about the smoke that's generated, and many of you have had laser hair removal. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. I've been doing it for 19 years, and uh, it's a very effective way of getting rid of hair, and the most common areas are women's faces or your underarms or the bikini areas. Uh, those are very common. It's very effective. And the way it works is that the light of the laser is absorbed by brown or black pigment in a hair. And that means if you have blonde hair or red hair, it doesn't get absorbed real well. It's kind of like the car seat in your car today. When you get in, your car was parked at the beach. And you get in the car and you're in your bathing suit and you realize that that black car seat was heated up by the sun, got very, very hot. But if you were lucky enough to have white car seats, they didn't get hot. And the reason was the, uh, the brown pigment got absorbed, uh, absorbed the uh, energy of the sun. Same thing happens with the laser. The hair acts as a fuse. It heats up, and it leads to that hair follicle and fries it. So uh, what's the effectiveness in a light-skinned, dark-haired person? Uh, the effectiveness of laser hair removal is uh, each treatment kills between 20 and 40% of the hair follicles. You get to about three treatments, you get about 80% of the hairs. Four treatments get uh, about 90%. Uh, in New Jersey, it's got to be a doctor, not even a nurse, doing the, the laser. In New York, anything goes. You probably saw the cover of, uh, of New York Magazine a few years ago with a woman who developed keloids from uh, having laser hair removal on her face. I, uh, I think it's very important. I was actually the guy in New Jersey that mandated that it was uh, to be done by a doctor when I was on the State Board of Medical Examiners in New Jersey. I think it's uh, a doctor procedure. We have to set the, the uh, laser appropriately. We have to examine your skin appropriately. It's not uh, such a simple thing. Yes, it's a very simple procedure if you know what you're doing, but uh, bad things can happen. Uh, you can get burns, you can get um, depigmentation or hyperpigmentation, uh, or even scarring if uh, the person doesn't know what they're doing. So this particular study looked at uh, the air quality with the, uh, the laser. And yes, uh, there's no question uh, that the, uh, some really bad things get in the air. In fact, 377 chemicals uh, are in that laser smoke that goes up when you get lasered. And 20 of these are considered environmental toxins. There's things like carbon monoxide. There are 13 of those chemicals that are carcinogens, and those include things like benzene and toluene. And by the way, this was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association Dermatology uh, uh, Journal. So, uh, so there's some pretty bad things in there. When uh, the doctor did the right thing, and that's had a smoke evacu evacuator in the room, like I told you about, a HEPA filter, uh, well, then um, the uh, the levels of these uh, toxins in the air were much, much lower, but they were still elevated. It probably means nothing for you with limited exposure. You know, you as a patient getting maybe one, two, three, even five or ten treatments. Uh, it's important, however, to the doctor or 
the nurse that's in the room, the technician that happens to be doing it in uh, Manhattan, because not all in New York, you don't need to be a doctor, unfortunately. Uh, so uh, those people who are getting many hours of exposure each day are being exposed to some pretty bad stuff. Now we have to take this into, uh, you know, uh, take it into consideration that uh, this is a laboratory study. They looked at the, the smoke. And uh, what you're exposed to every day on the streets of New York might be just as bad if you're uh, walking down Fifth Avenue and getting uh, the plume of that bus. So, uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But uh, anyway, uh, laser hair removal, uh, it is potentially dangerous, but probably not to you, probably uh, to the person doing it. As long as they take proper precautions, it's not going to be dangerous. All right, let's see. Number two is Diane. What can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Hi, doctor. Um, I was wondering, is there any way you can get rid of crepey skin on your forearms and your upper inner arms, or is that impossible? Well, not impossible. Uh, the only thing I know that can treat that at this point is Althera. Uh, Althera is a high-energy-focused ultrasound. I've talked about it mostly for the face, but there was one study uh, that showed that it can help crepey skin on the arms. Now, they didn't do the forearms, but there's really no reason why you can't do it on the forearms. Um, they did it on the arms, you know, that area uh, near the armpit uh, that yes. gets very crepey when it hangs. Mm-hmm. Uh, how old are you, by the way, Diane? I'm 65. Okay, so so you're still a pediatric patient, so you're, 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 you're fine. <laughs> Thanks. You know, the uh, the Ulthera is a reasonable way to go. Um, it may take more than one treatment. I, the, the area that I've done it the most on, of course, is the face, and I've started doing a lot of Ulthera in the upper chest area. You know, the uh, estheticians mm-hmm. call it the décolletage area. I don't right. particularly like that word. It's, a, it's actually that's a fashion term that's been uh, used in the medical uh, field now. Uh, but the upper chest, you know, those vertical lines that uh, women get uh, because they spent lots of time out in the sun, particularly as a teenager, and uh, and they tend to get wrinkles. You tend to get wrinkles yeah. in that area. So uh, the way I look at uh, the Althera, it's, it's really very interesting how it works. It takes energy from sound, and it focuses it. So let's talk for a little bit about ultrasound and the energy of ultrasound. Uh, ultrasound is sound that you can't hear. Um, so, of course, if a train was a, was running right next to you, it would be a deafening sound. But if it, it made a sound that you couldn't hear, even though the sound is here, uh, you know, you wouldn't hear it. You know, that's uh-huh. that old, uh, the old joke, if a tree falls in the forest uh, and no one's there to hear it, is, does it create sound? It's, of course it does. Sound is a physical phenomenon, and so is ultrasound. So we can take that sound and intensify it many, many, many times, and we can actually focus it much the same way that we can focus light with a magnifying glass. You know, you can take a simple light that just heats up your skin gently, but if you have a magnifying glass, you can burn leaves like we all did when we were little kids. Uh-huh. I'm sure you did, right? Uh, sure. Well, anyway, so we can take ultrasound the same way. We use these uh, things called transducers. You know, they like to give fancy uh-huh. names to uh, to things in medicine so that the average person doesn't understand. No, that's not what they do. But the, uh, so we take these transducers and we aim it underneath the skin with this intense focused sound energy and it causes the molecules underneath your skin the skin cells to vibrate so much that they heat up we're actually burning you under the skin and then you say well why would you want to be burned well we do that in many ways in medicine we use the laser to burn your skin 
and then what happens is your body has a very standardized response to that burn injury that we've had for you know hundreds of thousands of years your skin regenerates by shrinking and generating collagen. So when that happens underneath the skin, we shrink that crepey skin that you're talking about, and we also generate new collagen. And lo and behold, without even creating a wound, your skin looks better. So that's how Althera works. I'm a big fan. I've been doing Althera, I guess it's about five and a half years now. The more I do it, the more I like it. Uh, it's not, in most cases, it's not a procedure that you say wow with, like a Restylane would be or a facelift or a breast augmentation would be. You say wow because it's such a dramatic result. Most right. times, Althera is more of a subtle result. And we look at pictures before, we look at pictures six months later. It's not an instant result. And you say, wow, you know, uh, well, you probably won't say wow. I said wow. But <laughs> you'll say, yeah, it's better. It's better. The crepiness is better. Uh, and, and doctor. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. You want, I, I just was going to say, I don't understand that. I've got this problem on my arms, especially the upper part. And yet my face, I don't have crepey skin. As a matter of fact, people can't un- believe my age. I'm not saying I look that young. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I didn't get crepey skin on my face. Could that be because um, I use such good skin care on my face? That's right. You used like- Dr. Perry's skin care all those yes. years. <laughs> I did use it a lot. (laughs) Seriously, uh, absolutely. It's probably the use of sunscreen over time. Uh, you know, and you may, I, I hope you weren't one of those people that when I was a kid, when I was a kid, people would take those mirrors. Remember those three-way, uh, three-way yeah. foldable little uh, mirrors there, the uh, silver things? they put baby oil on their face, and they'd intensify. Oh, oh my goodness. Now, I, I didn't do that, yeah. but I did lay out in the sun with my whole body exposed, but I, I had um, sunscreen, sunblock on my face. I took better care of my face, I think, than my body. Could be the problem. <laughs> and that's probably what we're talking about. Yep. All right, yes. Anna. Well, thanks so much. Uh, I'm sorry, Thank Diane. You. Excuse me. Anna's up next after the break. <laughs> and Anna is, by the way, the winner of the uh, of the uh, the kit that we're giving away. So stay tuned. Don't hang up, Anna. When we return from our break, we're going to ask you your question and answer it, hopefully. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? right here on WABC 800-848-9222. We'll be back after these words. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and, oh my goodness, jowls. Almost overnight, you look older. I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Althera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty without distorting your features. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in Somerset, New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. right here on WABC. A mechanical engineer is wanted in Yonkers, New York, to plan and design tools, engines, machines, and equipment for rail car projects, develop structural design, assist in quality assurance audits, and fresh air intake engineering testing. Send resumes to Kawasaki Rail Car, 29 Wells Avenue, Yonkers, New York, 10701. 
That's Kawasaki Rail Car, 29 Wells Avenue, Yonkers, New York, 10701. Hi, I'm Laura Smith. Join me this and every Sunday night for Above and Beyond, the show that takes you there with the celebrity psychic medium, Thomas John, the Manhattan medium. We'll take your calls and give you free readings live on the air. Above and Beyond is brought to you by Balance of Nature, fruits and veggies in a capsule, a variety of 31 whole fruits and vegetables in a capsule form to give you your daily required 11 servings. That's Above and Beyond with Laura Smith and the Manhattan medium, Thomas John. Above and Beyond, this Sunday at 9 p.m. If you're over 30 and you really don't take care of your skin, you're in for a big surprise. Wrinkles, brown splotches, and rough skin are just around the corner. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've created a one-step solution called Nighttime because I know that even celebrities won't stick to a complex program. Just massage in nighttime, and you'll notice smoother skin by morning. Keep on using it, and the appearance of wrinkles lessen. In a study, my skincare program reduced the appearance of wrinkles 21% in three months, and the signs of aging were reduced by over 50% in six months. My skincare is real, it's honest, and it's simple. And right now, WABC listeners can save $15 on a bottle of Nighttime. Use the 77 code on drperrys.com, and Nighttime is yours for $50. That's D R P E R R Y S.com, or call 844 Dr. Perry. That's 844 D R P E R R Y. To what's your wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry? What's your wrinkle? And we're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. So earlier in the show, I mentioned Morgan Stewart. Who on earth is Morgan Stewart? You know, I don't. I don't. I don't watch these shows. This is uh, one of these reality shows, The Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. I was just out there last week. Uh, I didn't see her, but uh, I did see this uh, this story coming over the news feed. And uh, what's what's the story with this uh, Morgan Stewart? I guess this is a woman who celebrates uh, her breasts and her uh, her clothing, I guess, uh, on her show. And you can check out her website. I won't uh, even tell you what it is. But anyway, the story uh, that went across the media was that she just had lip fillers and regretted it because she said it was so painful, so painful, uh, that she cried. And uh, and so she said she's never doing that again. And it caught my eye because it should not, should not be painful. You know, I do wrinkle filler virtually every single day, either in my Manhattan office or my New Jersey office. It's one of the most common procedures that I do. I teach it to the residents at Cornell and Columbia, and uh, it should be virtually painless. How do we get it painless? I mean, of course, someone may feel something, but the way to do it and not feel a lot of pain, if you have filler, first of all, you want to put Emla cream on. Emla is an anesthetic cream that contains lidocaine. You put it on the area that's going to be filled, the wrinkles, the lips, uh, your cheeks, wherever the uh, the injections are going to be, and you put that on about a half an hour beforehand. And then the doctor should be doing injections. They're called blocks, just like your dentist does. There are two nerves in the cheeks and two nerves near the chin. Those four nerves are blocked with a concentrated lidocaine solution. And if it's done well, and 95% of the time it is, you feel absolutely nothing. So when I see stories like this, that this uh, the rich kids of Beverly Hills star had so much pain with her lip augmentation that she cried, that tells me uh, I wonder what doctor she went to who did not numb her up properly. So when you come to me... Uh, 
of course, I can't guarantee you're not going to feel anything. Sometimes people do. Sometimes people are hard to numb up, some harder than others. But the average person, which means well over 90 percent, probably close to 95 percent of people feel next to nothing. And the way I do filler, I've talked about it on this show, you better be numb because I do 300, 400 injections. Oh, my goodness. You're looking at... Uh, rolling your eyes and saying, I'm never going to have that. If it doesn't hurt, it doesn't make a difference. I use a technique that's a micro droplet technique. We use really tiny amounts and we uh, fill each and every little wrinkle. We fill the borders of the lips. We fill those ridges that, that go between the nose and the cupid's bow. You know what they are? They go away as you get older. They're called the filtral ridges. I outline the lips so you have less lipstick bleed. We make your lips a little bit bigger. Uh, Older women are very hesitant to make their lips bigger. I want to restore lips not to something comical like you see walking around the Upper East Side of Manhattan or on television. Uh, I want to restore your lips to what they were like when you were 30 years old. That's our aesthetic ideal. Sometimes your lips are pretty small at 30, and if you come in, you're 55, 60 years old, A lot of times you say, uh, you know, I'm really hesitant to get my lips made bigger. So we have to kind of, uh, you know, introduce you to the technique. And often we'll do just a little tiny bit of, uh, of filler in the lips the first time. And then most of my patients, they come back 6 or 12 months later and they say, you know what, let's, let's do a little bit more. And we gradually get you up so that your lips are normal. Normal is the key word. We don't want your lips to look like fish. We don't like, you don't want your, uh, what, what do they call that, the, uh, the trout mouth or the, uh, you know, something like that. Of course we don't want you to look abnormal. I want you to look absolutely normal, and, and that means doing it gradually, and, uh, and the key to success and not having distortion of the tissue is filling just enough and not too much. And often we'll bring you back a month or two months after the first procedure and do a little bit more and very gradually inc- improve your appearance. And that's the way it happens without distortion. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. Anna, you are the lucky winner. Do we have the trumpet call? No. <laughs> Almost. Anna, what can I do for you? You win. You're the third caller. And so you're actually, um, there were other callers that dropped off because they wanted to be the third caller. So you did it right. You just called up and you have a valid question. We're going to send you a, uh, a basic kit, which contains a daytime, a clean time soap, which I got. I have two patents on now and nighttime, which was patented. I mentioned that last week. Uh, so you get the uh, the uh, the kit. So Anna, what's your question for me? What can I do for you? What's your answer? Well, thanks for taking my call. I'm very excited. I have a, a two problems here with my face. I'm 52, and so I'm aging. And so every time I try and address that with the creams, the light, you know, the light lines and all of that, I also have adult acne. I break out more. And so it's dry it out, moisturize it, dry it out, moisturize it. Which one do I want to go for, or is it possible to even go for them? At the same time, I've tried Opaji, Murad, and SkinCeuticals. And um, both of them are kind of out of balance right now. I'm also on hormone therapy and thyroid therapy. I have been for 30 years. But I'm a green, healthy eater, and I juice every day. Okay. So there you go. All right, Anna. So, so here's my approach to someone your age uh, that has adult acne. Often, adult acne is due to the stuff, the products, the ingredients, the chemicals that you're putting on your face. Not always. And, you know, there could be a hormonal uh, uh, reason for it. But, but, you know, it's different when you're 52 as opposed to 16. 
So the first step, in my opinion, is to get rid of all those things that you purchased (laughs) and and dry it. Well, first of all, you should not be using a moisturizer. That's out completely. Even when you start on a program like mine, you don't want a moisturizer. I I really uh, am very opposed to moisturizers. You may ask, why do I have one? Because my wife sitting next to me wanted a moisturizer. She wouldn't give up her moisturizer, so I created the best one possible. If you're going to use a moisturizer, so many women won't give up their moisturizer. But you don't need one, Anna. There's absolutely no benefit to a 52-year-old woman with acne using a moisturizer. So number one, get rid of the moisturizer. Okay. That's one. Second is uh, you really want to dry out from your creams. Not dry out literally, but... But detox, get rid of all the stuff. I'll bet you, if you use some of those regimens that you described, if you start looking at the ingredient list and and adding those ingredients up, at the end of the day, you are putting hundreds and hundreds of different chemicals on your skin. Any one of those you could be reacting to. So there's something called contact dermatitis, which is a low-level allergy uh, that you can get, and, and certain uh, chemicals are more likely than others. We know, of course, poison ivy is a type of contact dermatitis. That's a very violent reaction. But the ones that are much less violent are sometimes nickel and and various chemicals. Preservatives are very common. Uh, fragrances very common to cause these contact dermatitis. And what happens is you get a syndrome of just a little bit of swelling of the skin, a little bit of redness of the skin, Your body sees it as a foreign substance, and what does your body do when it sees something foreign? It makes oil, because that's one of our defenses to injury, and it thickens the skin. Well, guess what? Making oil and thickening the skin are two of the main ingredients of getting acne. All right, so so when we put all this stuff on our skin, you know, uh, we often react to it. In nature... Humans weren't meant to put anything on our skin. We weren't even meant to bathe, right? You know, think back. I always think back. What, where were we designed? We were designed, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago. We evolved. But if you go back 10,000 years before the modern era, before we started putting all sorts of things on our skin, uh, remember Cleopatra thousands of years ago used makeup. Uh, but if we go back to uh, what we were meant to do, we weren't even meant to get in the water, you know, we had a yeah. oil on our skin that was called sebum, that yeah. w- and the sebum is good. You know, we don't want to uh, walk around Manhattan with a thick layer of sebum on our skin now because people <laughs> would not go in the elevator with you. Uh, but in the old days, uh, sebum repelled insects. Sebum attracted mates because there are pheromones in sebum. There's antibacterial properties in your sebum. Uh, you know, and uh, so we walked around kind of dirty and smelly. <laughs> we can't do that now. So now we use all sorts of things. So my attitude about skincare is to use as few chemicals as possible, which is one of the reasons I have a very simple skincare program. So, you know, I don't want six steps in the morning and eight steps at night. Uh, women won't follow it to begin with. And also we don't want to introduce all those chemicals to your skin. So, uh, so a simple approach Uh, The things that you can, uh, you know, if you have adult acne, once you detox, once you get off of all your products for about two weeks, uh, number one should be a retinoid. Retinoids are vitamin A. You might go to your your dermatologist and get a prescription for retin-A, or you may just use uh, vitamin A, which I have in my nighttime. Nighttime contains a type of vitamin A. 
So okay. remember now that I'm not giving you specific medical advice. We're talking generalities here. I can't be your doctor on the radio. But but the retinoids are, are good. That's the vitamin A drugs, and they're the first line for adult acne. Um, so if you're going to introduce one thing, it would be something like vitamin A. Uh, after you get rid of all the other stuff. You know, interestingly, we're running out of time. Uh, it's a good topic. I'd love well, to I'm talk about I'm going to make this. an appointment with you. I promise you. I'm so delighted. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you. I look forward to, uh, to meeting you. Uh, but, uh, but certainly the, uh, the different uh, chemicals uh, are, are very likely, in, in many cases, to cause that contact dermatitis. So uh, just for a couple different classes, I try and avoid preservatives. That's why my soap has no preservatives. 14% of the population is allergic to one preservative or another. And fragrances also, whether they're natural, as, as we call them, or artificial, doesn't matter. 14% of the population allergic to one fragrance or another, which is why I like to go fragrance-free when possible. Soap, impossible to go fragrance-free because it doesn't smell real good without any fragrance. You wouldn't use it. Well, anyway, thank you so much for calling. Uh, Donna, I'm sorry we didn't get to your call. We'll have to uh, call back next week. Anna, make sure you give your address to the screener. I've got to sign off. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see everybody next week on the radio. Broadcasting from the Nouveau Fat Loss Studios. WPLJ HD3, New York. The legendary 77 WABC. The new Clinton team, Trump reacts. I'm Ann Cates. Hillary Clinton has introduced her running mate, Virginia Senator Tim Kaine, in the key battleground state of Florida. Correspondent Bob Costantini. The first rally in Miami was a time for praise from the top of the ticket. Behind that smile, Tim also has a backbone of steel. Just ask the NRA. Clinton's referring to Tim Kaine having been governor when the Virginia Tech massacre occurred, prompting him to push for tougher gun laws in the state.